Welcome to the podness with Face, Pat, and Tiz. What's up, guys? Welcome to the podness, a show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. As always, I'm one third of the podness. It's your boy, Tiz, and I'm along with the other third of the partners, your everybody's favorite artist, the Padawan Biatch. Okay, that was a little dramatic. But anyway, dramatic pause, and I'm with. What was that? What was that? What was that? It's your boy facing the place, man. Man, what the hell was you laughing at like that, babe? What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the hell with you. Padawan for laughing, last call for laughing, wherever he's at, because I know he's going to hear this. So <laughs> saying it in, in different languages and shit. Y'all know shit. But I love y'all for. Um, man, it's another episode, man. How y'all doing this week, man? Um, good, man. Everything. I'm in a big positive mood. Which is Good. which is great for me. <laughs> that is a beautiful thing. Uh-huh. I'm over here trying to get this shit back cool. right. Stomach won't feel too great today. Uh, oh yeah, so I'm gonna yeah, ask you about. We're gonna uh, push on through. Um, but the medicine I need, as always, is kicking it with the partners, and uh, I started off with some real good medicine for the soul for everybody. Let's kick it straight into the positive black news. So the first story of the night on the news that uh, the cool black shit, the cool stuff that we are doing, experiencing, creating, and just living through, or that's happening for us. Um, and the first story of the night brings me pride because it's coming from Virginia. Hey. Go VA. Hey. Um, not only are we for lovers, but we're also for getting rid of Confederate names on side streets and other schools and monuments. Um, we so- tied that shit. Um, it comes as a surprise to Mortram, to Mottram Drive resident Bo Patrick, Fitzpatrick that he lives on a street named for a Confederate soldier. Really? I always assumed that it was named for an apple or apple juice, he said, referring to the Mott's brand of apple products. In fact, the street in McLean, Virginia, not far from the nation's capital, is named for Mottram Delaney Ball, a captain in the Fairfax Cavalry who was among the first Confederate officers taken prisoner in the Civil War. So um, basically, in Fairfax County, they got a commission that's tasked with ferreting out the forgotten names of Confederate soldiers, and they're getting uh-huh. rid of those uh, soldiers' names from side streets and monuments. Their sister county, Lawton, um, is also doing the same. So they are um, leading the efforts of Virginia and just kind of righting some of the wrongs of the past and kind of stopping that perpetual trauma. So shout out to Virginia, shout out to Fairfax and Lawton County. And those are two counties who really don't have to do it because they are the richest counties, two of the richest counties in America. So um, the fact that they're taking the time to do it, shout out to them. And um, I'd like to bring this up. Uh, only in privilege in America that you can lose and still get a prize for it. You get a street, you can get a statue, a statue for a loser. Um, no lies detected, buddy. Yeah, that, that's pretty much how Rome, that, how that uh, works out. Yeah, Rome didn't build statues for losers. They eventually might have got killed later on, but they, they, they won't America, lose. America, the participation <sighs> trophy country. Exactly. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Everybody's yeah. in the. No, I don't want to say that joke. I don't want to offend nobody. So I'm not going to say that. I don't <laughs> want to offend nobody, but I was about to get offensive. Yeah, yeah, but you, <laughs> you know what I meant. I'm, well, I'm pretty okay. sure the pod, the partners got telepathy. They know what I meant. My <laughs> squad right, would definitely know you. I'm sure Donnell and Honeybee are like, oh, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the next story, man, shout out to Black News Channel, who are thriving under their new president and CEO, Prince L. Hare. So this story came to us from Tallahassee.com. The timing couldn't have been more challenging for Prince L. Hare. Last July, he was appointed president and CEO of the Black News Channel, the nation's first major cable news network with an ambitious mission to provide news and perspective to the country's Black and Brown communities. After years of planning, the Tallahassee-based network launched in February, just five months before Hare's arrival, under the leadership of his co-founders, former U.S. Representative J.C. Watts, and then-CEO Bob Brilliante. The operation's primary investor is billionaire Shahid Khan, owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, among other businesses, who invested millions in the operation, including its gleaming headquarters and production center off Killer and Center Boulevard in Tallahassee. Um, so the most significant challenge that Hare faced was moving the network forward during the COVID pandemic. And uh, he basically decided um, that he would increase the uh, news network's access from its, its initial reach of 2 million households to now more than 50 million homes by leveraging his skills um, and his resources as a form of executive at CNN, Comcast, CBS, and NBC. So... Shout out to this brother, Prince O'Hare, and shout out to Black News Channel. Um, if you have it on your cable uh, news subscription, go ahead and check it out and uh, support this, man. This is dope. Um, yeah, man. Black King just out here kicking ass. Round of applause. Indeed. Claps. Slap Standing soldier. ovation. Salute to the king, man. Um, next story. Coming to us from blackamericaweb.com. Maya Shaka is the first black woman to ref an NFL game, and she's a proud HBCU grad. So, this past weekend, she was the line judge during the game between the Panthers and the Jets, which aired on CBS. Um, she is a 38 year old, and she officiated, she was the line judge. Um, she was uh, only the third woman referee in the NFL. And she is the first black woman to be refereeing an NFL game. Um, yeah. She has also officiated some preseason games and hopes that her presence on the field will inspire other women to become involved in officiating. In a video released by the NFL, Shaka expressed how important it was for her to be able to represent women of color in the most popular sport in America. In a video released by the NFL, Maya said, Proving that I can defy the odds and overcome and pretty much master a craft of sport, a sport that I didn't play, but I have a love and a passion for. And hopefully that just gives someone else some inspiration and empowers them to step outside the box and do something different. So shout out to her. She uh, graduated from the Black College of Norfolk State University in Virginia. So shout out to Maya. Um, and she is pretty much has dedicated most of her early career to helping improve the lives of young people 
she was a physical education teacher at Renaissance Academy in Virginia Beach. And that was what she was doing before she got hired by the NFL. So she also officiated for the Pac-12 for a while. Um, and she started with the NFL officiating development program in 2014. So salute yeah. to Maya Shaka, the first black woman NFL referee, and hopefully more to come. Salute. We got to another me. hometown hero. Indeed, man. VA be putting up, man. I keep telling you, man, VA, man. We are we breed legends. Um, and then our last the black story of the night. The partners are next. Yes, yes, yes. Keep speaking that shit into existence, man. And our last story of the evening, historic moves. Angela F. Williams has been appointed to serve as president and CEO of United Way Worldwide. So this queen has become uh, just another in a long line of Black women who are shattering glass ceilings in the nonprofit space. Angela F. Williams was recently appointed to serve as the president and CEO of United Way Worldwide, making history as the first Black woman to sit at the helm of the global organization. Um, United Way put out a Twitter post that said, we are proud to announce Angela F. Williams as the next CEO of United Way Worldwide. She will be the first woman and first African-American to lead our network of nearly 1,800 local United Ways around the world. Please join us in welcoming her to the United Way family. So she's not only the first Black woman, but she's the first Black person, period. So respect to her, salute to her. Um, and yeah, man, like, we kicking ass this week, y'all. You know, we kick ass right. every week, but if you didn't know what we were doing, just take a look at those stories and hopefully they inspire, inform, educate, you know, and just give Salute some, to the uh, United Way. Yeah. I, for, you know? I forgot all about them, man. Remember back in the day, you used to have the little, the, the United Way little uh, ring and stuff? Yes. <laughs> I don't, and there was always some random fundraiser. I don't know. I just remember the ring. <laughs> I just oh, remember that. But yes, um, so Super we got another queen out there doing big things. And man, that is the positive black news that you, you can use. And, you use. and uh, <laughs> I think we got a question. I got a question for you. Yeah, a lot of questions. Being, um, I've been doing a lot of thinking just on a different basis. I don't, I don't have no random regular questions just on some dumb shit like I normally do. Um, I think uh, my questions this week actually go a little bit in depth. Just a little bit, but mm -hmm. not too deep. Um, so we're going to check them out a little bit. Right? So my first question for y'all tonight, what is a first world problem that is a third world luxury? Mm. Mm. Um, I, I, one ply toilet get... paper. My iPhone cracked. Oh, <laughs> uh, you break it up. You break it up. <laughs> yeah, it is. What'd you say? Because you would break it up at first base. And you still break it up. Too much ice in your drink. Too much ice in your drink. I like a lot of ice. Huh? I like a lot of ice. I must be third world. Now I am. Nah, I like it. Bleeds out the sugar. <laughs> Bleeds out the sugar. Yeah. No. Well, I, I probably said it wrong. I'm pretty sure I did. But mm. Bleed it out there, Pat. Bleed it. 
Uh, you know, so you know, I don't know what it is, but Hawaiian punch is a little bit more sugary than it used than what I taste before. It like it has a whole different uh, taste. It is definitely very, <clears throat> very thick, like cough syrup. Maybe yeah, so I you, like like you pop the full. Yeah, I like stack mine full of like ice and then drink right. it. Right. Right. Too right. much air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, air conditioning. Too much air conditioning. Like. Now, second question. Now, this is just, just to you two guys. If you could, what is one thing, a moment that you would erase from history never to have existed? Oh, because that's scary. Because I'd be thinking about like the butterfly effect after if I do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, because the first thing, I, <clears throat> first thing I would just instinctually go to is probably slavery. But then I don't know what would be the replacement for that in history. Like the would idea no would, history. yeah, I mean, the idea would be like, um, I'm thinking if we never was fucked with, we'd probably lock down Africa and be like the strongest continent on earth. That's wishful thinking, but I don't control time. So I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That's real as shit. Um, I think Marvel fucked me up, man. Marvel fucked me up. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Yeah, man. Don't mess with the timeline. Kang is coming. Kang is coming. Um, I would. Yeah, fuck it. Slavery. That's about it. I feel like everything else I could deal with. Uh huh. I take a chance. Got nothing I'll to do take with a me. chance. Yeah, I'd that would be think. the one I would take a chance. Yeah, I would Western exploration, Western exploration by Europe. Okay, that because they, they never started none of this shit. You feel me? A lot of shit would be prevented. Slave trade would have never been even thought of. So I wouldn't have to say slave trade. Just the the Western exploration of Europe. Okay, or by Europe. Okay, devil's advocate. Um, so if the Western um exploration of europe didn't happen all right this this is marvel fucking me up it's always an equal but opposite event that will start in place of it so what if um if if europe is not there to stop them what if in place of it just ends up being arabic exploration and they end up just doing the same thing or who to say it wouldn't be african exploration that is true that is true. It's like a coin flip. <laughs> it's like you gotta pick your poison and kind of just see what you want to live with. Cause you go uh-huh. ask some oh. questions, but it, you just don't know what they could be. Or uh, twist this shit. Think about this shit. What if um one of the Orientals Orientals they just decided to keep going east and end up on the west coast? <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to edit that. Now say it again. Just <laughs> <laughs> I think they get pissed off when you say that. Yeah, I think that's like one of their uh, N words. Soon as Tiz got that face, I was like, how about, one, how about some of the Asian community? Is that is that PC? That's good. Yes. That yeah. That's good. Okay, one of yes, I was gonna go totally left on that shit. <laughs> Give me something totally I couldn't use. <laughs> What if the Asian somebody in the Asian community from there where they originate 
what if their acceleration just continued to go east, even from where they were at, and end up on the west coast of what we call America now? And decide you know to expand anyway. You know what? There's a comic book called the um the East of West, and they actually explore that. Yeah, like, I know. like like Japan takes over. I think Africa got like a whole section of America and it's like called New Orleans and it's the flyest, most futuristic flying pyramid shit you ever seen in your life. And matter of fact, um, Jonathan Hickman wrote it. That's the guy that was writing X-Men that I like so much. Hickman! Not to to get into a tangent, but yeah, yeah. Like, I think they would be the one. It would just be, it would be in between Africa Africa, Asia, and the Middle Eastern culture in general. Yeah, I, I can see that. Oh my. I don't Machetes I and, and katana blades, everybody. Machetes. Well, you know, Genghis Khan. be a bunch have, of people you know, looking that, that'll look just like the uh, people that are from uh, Polynesia and uh, Pacific <laughs> Islands. <laughs> That's all it'd be a bunch of people that look like they're from Hawaii. A bunch of big Samoan looking people. Bunch of chumps. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there you, go. there you go. Exactly, exactly. You you understand what I mean? Oh, that's good. Now, now we touched on this a little couple weeks ago, but third question: Pat, you ain't got no children, so imagine you got kids. For this question: If your child was attempting to hurt or harm you, would what? you or do you think if your child, your kid, you'll see? was attempting to hurt or harm you, do you think you would have in it in you to do whatever it takes to protect yourself or save yourself? How old is the kid? <laughs> do it matter? <laughs> yeah, it do. It's, it, it it's child killer that is under 10 that day, these days. Yeah. No, I mean, how old are the, how old is the kid? That determines how, let's, how let's, much harder Let's just do it by, by fives. Like, you, you know, because like, the baby don't matter. Five, then 10, then 15, then 20. From eight years old and up. Uh, eight years old, no, I don't think I got the heart. You get about 12, 13, I might got it. The closer you, the closer you get to looking my size and age, the closer my brain gets to being able to have some type of dissonance enough to like see you as a viable threat. Because before that, I'm looking at you like, yeah, you might want to do something, but I beat your last. Fuck out of here, man! Like you, you're a fucking kid. But you get to being a little bigger and a little stronger, then I'm looking like, okay, it's a legitimate chance that if I don't be careful. <laughs> Shit could go left. I might actually have to go ahead and take you out and uh just get to work on round two. I brought you in this world, I take your head. Yeah, like you know, what I mean, that's just being real. Like I, I look at uh you look at kids these days, man. Kids is big in Samoans at like uh-huh. 11. Yeah, steroid food. So, like, you know, when you're when you're my, when you're six foot tall and you're taller than me, and you're about my build. My brain starts to see, like, my brain goes to primal mode. So I feel like whatever age you are that make you big as me, that's about the age that you can catch it. Yeah, I don't discriminate. I don't know fuck how old you are. You trying to hurt and harm me and trying to kill me, I'm going to get your ass. I ain't got to kill you to immobilize you. But I got what it takes to get you up off my ass. Shit. Um, Eight, nine, ten, 
six, seven. I, I don't fuck how old they are. That shit. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's hard to get your ass out of here. Shit. They ain't gonna Menendez me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and be a basketball game. I be thinking, um, I, shit, I'm, I, I'm type parent. I think about that type of shit, bro. I be thinking about how y'all can start naked and start locking my door. I don't trust my crying. <laughs> you don't walk in my house. You look your baby walk around my goddamn house at night. What the fuck you doing out there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 you doing what you doing? It's crazy. What y'all doing? Yeah, I do checking and see if I'm bringing no this shit. No more locked doors. <laughs> Gracias. Yeah. No. Fuck that. Man, cameras well, in my house. <laughs> Focus on they goddamn doors. Fuck with. Hey, I see you moving. <laughs> 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 that nigga face relapsed. You better be going to the bathroom. <laughs> you goddamn right. <laughs> what you doing with that water? <laughs> Don't be in there setting no traps for me either. Damn right. I come out of this bedroom and slip on some water and bust your ass. <laughs> when I get up. You did this. You did this on purpose. <laughs> Daddy, I was just playing with my action figures. I don't care. <laughs> did this on purpose. The thoughts that preceded this message were strictly a skit. They were strictly for comedic, comedic purposes. Yes. No children yes. are intended to be harmed by any of these comments. Not at Nor will any children be harmed. Please do not call no, Child Protective Services. And bef- before mm-hmm. I answer mine, the thoughts <laughs> <coughs> and views of the Padawan don't have, sometimes just don't have nothing to do with the other two-thirds of the partners. Um, as y'all know, maybe from my other videos, especially the one about the mermaid He's girl. Single. Uh, no, not, not that. No. Oh, I was um, about to say, God damn. <laughs> if I have, um, if I don't have, if I had kids um if you remember that it's a it's a strict reason why i probably don't have kids um because i'd probably be like face um if you eight years old and you come up with me and you try to kill me i don't know i i don't just you know smack the knife out your hand or something like that i might punt kick you you know like randy orton punt kick you like just you know <laughs> get it out of your hand or whatever but, um, the legend killer the older you get the more the more vicious I'm gonna have to go. Like, yeah, you raising your voice? Where my goddamn bat? <laughs> I'm gonna have to get a bat yeah. when you're around 12 years old or whatever. Yeah, and if you're 18, I'm gonna I'm be like, uh, I'm gonna be like, uh, what you call it? Oh, what's that dude? Uh, Morgan Freeman on that movie, Carter, not Carter. You oh, smoke Carter? crack, Sam? Oh, that's not. Oh, that's a uh, lean on me. <laughs> yeah, Joe Clark. Joe, they used to Joe. call me Crazy Joe. Now you call me Batman. Yeah, <laughs> I had to be like him, man. The enemy is at the door. Get the chains off the door. Yeah. <laughs> I told y'all before. Some some kids are jerks, man. Some some kids are jerks. And you gotta watch them uh, sometimes. And if you're a parent, you know which one of your child are you know jerks and which one of my assholes. Yeah, which one of your childs? Which I, I said it wrong. I look, I'm sleepy. I told you, I got like had a Red Bull, man. It's been a busy day. Dog. Which, which one of your children? It's been a busy day. Yeah, yeah man. When you get to a certain time of the night, my grammar is going to be all screwed up, but I'll come back and proofread, but it'll be too late. 
Understood. Understood. But yeah, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Good old punt kick. Get you right. <laughs> so now, my next question. Does love change with extreme weight gain or is love truly unconditional? Love changes. Thug changes. Best friends become strangers. Especially with this divorce rate. <laughs> um, I had to add that. All right, so I'm going to say this. I don't think love changes. I think love is love and you will always love somebody. I think what changes is like and attraction. Those things are waning. Those things are like things that are fleeting, which is why you have couples that talk about like they got to get their flame back and all of that stuff. It's because like over time, the more you get to know somebody, you know what I'm saying? Familiarity breeds contempt. So like, because you're around somebody all the time, like you begin to like, not only see just the stuff that makes you like them, but you are also around the stuff that annoys you about them. So over time, your perception of them goes from like, when you first saw them, they was just whatever attracted you to them. But over time, things deteriorate that and make them seem more and more normal, which is what happens. So if they change in an extreme weight gain, it's, it's not like you love them less. It's just they're less attractive. So you you might like them less or you might be less uh, physically attracted to them. But wow. you might still wow. love them enough to stay with them and be there for them to help them get right or whatever. Preach that relationship talk, my brother. What about you, Patrick? Mm-hmm. Um. I think it depends on the person or whatever, but I don't think it would be a love thing or whatever. But at the same time, it just depends on the person. Like if if the person you were with was already a fucked up person, then, mm-hmm. you know, the coin flip is up on how they're going to love you. And, and at the same time, it's probably a good thing if you stop loving them in the first place, pretty much. But, it, you know, an average decent person, you know, like like this has that attract shit. Uh, I can't talk. The attraction may go away or whatever, but you know, they still may love you. You know, they, they, they still, they may still love that person. You know, they don't want nothing bad to happen to them and everything or whatever, but they just not physically attracted to them or, I don't know. Or at the same time, I mean, extreme weight gain don't mean that they will lose attraction. Some people would like, you know, the weight gain, you know what I'm saying? No, I think they do have BBW hunters out there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about, about SSBBW. Oh, oh, well, yeah. The one when they turn into a bed, they, yeah. I'm talking about gaining like four, five hundred pounds, extreme weight gain. Hopefully, I love you enough to stop you before that even gets to that point. Good, yeah, good point. Because mm-hmm. well, oh, that well. is my right there. I was waiting for somebody to say that right there because. If you truly love the person and then you see it beginning, at some point, your love for that person should try to make you intervene on that extreme weight gain before it becomes extreme. Because extreme weight gain at the end of the day is unhealthy. And you always want the best for those who you love. So instead of letting it get that far and having to lose that attraction, try to help that loved one. Try to help that person out. Give them some positive motivation. Work out with them. When you cook lean foods, you, you see bullshit coming in the house, take that shit out. Something. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But that's what I was waiting for. I was saying that right there. You don't want to get to it. You but I do agree because it, it wouldn't be a matter of love. I think it would be a matter of more of attraction. Because you can lose, you can stop liking somebody as soon as you get married to them. But it, it don't lessen your attraction to them. 
It's just you, you don't like that person who it is. But with that extreme weight gain, it, it's more than just the person changing. It's the the, the physical changing, the, the mentality changing of a person because once a person gains that much weight, their mobility is different. They can't go nowhere. They can't do nothing. It ends up being like one of those cases where you're just taking care of that person. And do you I look at it, do you have that in you to be there <laughs> just for that? You know, are you just y'all ever seen my six hundred pound life? Yes. <laughs> It's some skits on YouTube. Um, I ain't gonna get into that's it, my, but I just can't stop eating. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you, can. You, you can. You can. <laughs> when that plate is done, do finish eating. And they like killer case TV or something like that. Then you don't eat no more. Watches. Oh man. Oh, all right. <laughs> now, my last question for my little question for the week. Dig as a wall. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you just say? Did you say big as a wall? <laughs> yeah, they be about as big as a wall, man. Like a whole wall, like a whole bed. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Boy, you going to hell on scholarship? You know you're not a damn person. You know, you take it down. I'm sorry. That's no, funny. <laughs> Big as a wall. And all shit all casual, <laughs> trying to slip it on under the radar. Barely. Last you know, I don't miss shit with these headphones, nigga. If y'all can make one creature go extinct, go extinct, excuse me. If you can make one creature go extinct right now, what would it be? Well, right now, um, I'd be biased and I'd say moths. Because they are taking over my cabana, and I don't like it. <laughs> and y'all know I don't like bugs, so moths. I would have, have to you choose between giant moth. Huh? Have you had had any experience with a giant moth yet? <clears throat> no. And like, why would what you, you put mean that into my psyche? With like, yeah, what you mean by head. giant? Like, how big is a giant moth? They're as big as your hand. A what? Your hand, nigga. No, nah, your hand, on, man. I'm good. Man. Come on. Nah. Man. All right, moving nah, on. Nah, man. Next. Go ahead, Pat. What animal would you say, Pat? What was you saying, Pat? <laughs> All right. All right. So you say you would do a tiger? Oh, a tiger. One, tiger. one creature. No, I like tigers. <laughs> I, I, and they don't live by me. So, you know, I think they're majestic. Yeah, I have a tiger in my comic book, actually. Um, I have three creatures. Okay. If 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 it was considered a creature, I would say COVID and viruses. Um or whatever. Those are creatures. But I don't they are they're I thought they did I mean, they're, they're not living. They're not really virus? they're not living. Oh well, yeah, viruses are not. They're, they're not living. Are. So I don't think they necessarily are considered creatures or no, whatever. I but saying. I see what you're saying. Or whatever, but at the same time, they still could be considered their organic creatures. matter. Yeah, which is weird. It's like they're living, but they're not living. The zombies, zombies. Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah, but um, but if that is not considered, uh, probably the next thing on the list would probably be diseases because they're actually living. Whatever. Um, pretty much the or the organisms that make diseases. Um, or mosquitoes. Mosquitoes got yeah. to go. 
they got to go. Next thing is anything after that will be anything with a stinger. They got anything with a stinger. These horn spots, you know, all of them. I would I, I would say with. bigger animals, but they're starting to be cool with me over the years because oh, like they're some, your friend. You out here like ju- like some Jumanji shit. They just be talking to me for some reason. Uh, hopping in, hopping in my car, talking to me and shit. It's mm. it's weird. It's fucking weird. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with spiders myself. You said spiders. Oh, yeah. Spiders, he says. Spiders. spiders. Oh, okay. And my spiders. sister would agree with you. My sister would definitely I, agree. Only reason you. I would not say spiders is because they eat the other bugs that I don't like. So I'm like, I need something to help me get rid of them other bugs. I can't do it by myself, so I want to keep them around. Mm-hmm. But spiders I'm, and birds, I gotta keep <clears throat> just because they eat the bugs that I don't like. So. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck with one of them. I gotta take one out. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take out the spider because the birds can't get in my house. Yeah, that's true. True. Although you have had a birdie house before, so technically, yeah, they can. Yeah, I did, and that shit was crazy then. Yes, I, I hate to see people yes. don't it's ever give thing. face a pet yeah. parakeet as a as a, a gift. Just don't. Yeah, not my mama bird. Not my mama. It's gonna bird. be a. T- it's gonna be a target practice. It is. <laughs> I've seen it. It's it's not it's not pretty. Hey bird. Shot a feather right off a bird. I take that back. I take that back. I deal with spiders. I hate birds. Get rid of all the birds. And that's what ended the dinosaurs, everybody. Faces wish. <laughs> Damn T Rex. Mm-hmm. He was crushing on my lawn. Fuck that T Rex. Look at Fucking 50 story chicken walking around screeching at people and stuff. Well, not people, but animals and eating them and stuff. Big ass parakeets walking around. Fucking, fucking Yoshi Giant on steroids. Who wants to see a giant canary? Nobody. Looking like a chocobo off Final Fantasy. Walking around, transforming into megazords and Shit. <laughs> big ass birds. Fuck big birds. Scary ass. Uh, we do not want beef with Sesame Street. This is not gang shit. I ain't watch that shit growing up because we That damn bird. I like to give a shout out to Gullah Gullah Island. <laughs> Gullah Gullah Island. But that's all my questions I got for this week so far. Well, I got a question. And what time? That was about to be my question. What time is it? Well, well um, looking at my watch, I can't tell you my watch. Hey, you think what time it is? Right now, it's actually 11.10, and it's about to be 11.11 in a couple of seconds. Oh, yeah, and it's also um, time for the goody fuckery, yeah! 11.11, beautiful numerology. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Episode 43. Good fuckery. <laughs> sorry, sorry. My inner whip. Uh, Wi Fi kicked out. Good and fuckery. Fuckeration coming in. Shouts out to Birdie Mac. 
You know what Fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> when he said that in the house party three. Fuck him, girl. Oh, that was awesome. Fuck him. Well, let me get let me start off uh, episode 43, Good and Fuckery, off with the song of the week. And y'all might already know it, but the song of the week is one part of the life uh, life of the party song that was Indeed. supposed to be on Donda Indeed. with Andre 3000's verse. Indeed. So um, I'm sorry. It's like I had I had to listen to that. It was like, you know, nothing else I'm listening to right now matters. <laughs> it is a very transcend, transcend, transcendent first. <laughs> God damn, boy, that shit was struggling. One Transylvania, trans, trans, trans. God damn, boy, I was killing that down word. Stop it before you offend somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> so, um, it's just. And we we probably going to talk about these elements later, but it, it was just so much in that vo- verse that like nothing else that I listened to for the rest of the week really compete with that. It was like, you know, I really like this, but I still think I can find something in that Andre verse that I'm probably just haven't hit before because he didn't stop at 16 bars. He he kept going. He kept going to the soul stop pretty much. So, <clears throat> so. Today, uh, this week's, I mean, song of the week, Life of the Party, Andre 3000 verse. Life of the Party. Um, Another new segment, Freestyle of the Week, Common on L.A. Leakers. Um, You know, sometimes Common come out and, you know, you'll see him freestyling. He ain't really prepared, so he'll BS some some lines and you get a... (laughs) and then in the middle of the rhyme or whatever and then he start rhyming again like uh yeah what was that comment but this freestyle had like i had to listen to it a couple of times like he casually freestyle all of we uh, will smith's movies in a verse and i didn't even catch it at first or whatever um the line that stuck out the most was like, I bear arms like short sleeves, but he did it so like he did it so smoothly that I didn't even catch it. It's like after the second listen, that's when I picked it up pretty much. And it, it's just that, you know, I haven't heard a bear arms line that was decent in a while, pretty much. But it's so many things like like he lyrically shouted out other rappers or whatever and a lot of times when people do that it just sounds corny or whatever but he actually placed that within the verse or whatever he just and i mean the whole um interview before the free uh freestyle he just seemed like he was ready to go in he was just like all right yeah i'm gonna promote my um new album that's out and everything but um yeah i really want to get to the freestyle like he he just had that verse ready so definitely freestyle of the week um with that, I don't know because not that many people know about it, but it there's been some music that came out. Um, yeah, you know, I said Common, a beautiful revolution came out part two. I haven't listened to that yet, but I'm going to. Baby King came out, um, uh, the melodic blue, uh AZ door door die two. And he got this track with with Rick Ross up there that's like fucking dope as shit, or whatever. And and Another little Wayne feature. Another freaking awesome little Wayne feature is AZ Conway the Machine 
and um Lil Wayne on Do or Die 2. And Lil Wayne kills it. I ain't even gonna lie. That sounds pretty, pretty good. <clears throat> and Twister came out. I mean, his album called Shooter Shooter Ready. And it's it's exactly how it sounds in the album. It's an album dedicated to guns. This man found his new love of guns. Um, he know owns all his guns legally. He does tell you about it up there. And oh, so far it's actually kind of hard. Like I, I haven't like you know, twister sometimes he got you know, twist sometimes he got that that dark undertone or whatever, but um mm. also, he got a song. I think it's uh it's Black Rambo and it's a drill song. And uh, drilling these tur- and it, it turns out Twister, which is I mean he is from Chicago, Twister on drill beats is a good it's a good mesh. It's a good it's a good yeah. I, I need more drill and twister, pretty much. Put I'll together. Take it. <clears throat> yeah, it is it's a real good mesh, whatever. And then um yeah, that, I just put that out there because it just seems like I would. I haven't heard too much about it, but probably because people still looking at listening to CLB or whatever. But yeah, those albums are out right now as we speak. It's Fat Joe versus John ja Rule versus. So we'll see the outcome of that later on. When what is that? That's going on right now. That's going on right now. Oh man. <clears throat> yep. Yep. You yep, going yep. with that? Uh, I think it's going to be job, man, but I think it's going to be close. Well, I feel like it's going to be, <clears throat> I think I it's going to be really close. I, it, I think Ja going to win, but I got a feeling he's going to have more corny moments, so he's going to end up being a meme after this. Oh, yeah, he's going to have... It's going to be a meme. <clears throat> it's going to be a meme. And I just can't wait till Fat Joe um, basically say... You know he's gonna have a um, review, or he's gonna speak on something about that night on his Instagram or something, just like the uh, locks and uh, Dipset verses. So I, I can't wait right. for that because that's probably gonna be hilarious. That's shit. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, just in case people didn't know, Jay Z through title said, "Take the 500k." There's a meme out there that says, "Would you take 500k?" Or dinner with Jay Z. Oh yeah, definitely take the five hundred k. Take the five hundred k. He he don't want to talk to y'all. And 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 probably if it was Jay Z and he was in the same boat, it was somebody he admired as much as everybody admires him. uh, He probably take that five hundred k, and then become Jay Z. (laughs) Well, he probably that's what he he is. He probably wouldn't care about the five hundred k now. I'm I'm saying if he was like in in our our position, position. yeah, yeah, and. I'm not sure, but Jay-Z and Jeff Bezos is going head-to-head with that Denver Broncos um, uh, bidding. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Jay-Z trying to own the Broncos? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mind you. That's why I put it in the group shit. I sent you that Yeah. Shit. I'm about Mind to you, my son and everybody in the house. He's a Cowboys fan, but, you know, he's big business. He's big business, so this is big news for uh, for Tiz. He's a he's a, he's definitely a Denver Broncos fan. Right. Yes, that's huge, bro. That's fucking huge, man. Now I'm gonna let this be known. I have nothing against the Broncos. The only reason I dislike them 
is because my brother loves him. The only reason I hate the Broncos. The only reason. Petty as shit, right? But hey, oh, I don't oh, the oh, the hey, didn't y'all rivalry. lose Sunday? <laughs> I, I know we want to know. I'm just saying, did, did, didn't y'all lose Sunday? Uh huh. Oh, all right. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I just put put this conversation in some proper context for this year, so we get things. You know, Jay Z want to buy us. Y'all over there losing this shit. I'm not trying to hear what you're talking about right now, man. Yeah, I'm shit. That's why you couldn't. Keep, that's why you couldn't keep Antonio Brown. Like thirteen, bro. I hate the Broncos. Oh, the sibling rivalry. That's right. Used to whip your ass on Madden with him on Madden '99. When you used to could turn up, you used to make them as big as you could. Nigga have a seven foot, five hundred pound <laughs> running back <laughs> beating the shit out. <laughs> kept doing it. Kept doing the mile high salute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sibling rivalries. Matter of fact, since we're talking about rivalries, I'm going to keep on with the rivalries or whatever. Okay. The VMAs. The VMAs popped off like uh, I think yesterday or something or the, this weekend, yeah. pretty much. And um, we got a little bit of white on white crime. MGK versus Conor McGregor. They got into it at the VMAs. And, uh, oh, oh, the white on white crime. Oh, we got to stop this, y'all. We got to stop. Okay, this, this white I ain't gonna even front. I was going to get some water real quick. Did you say DNA? No, I said M- MGK and Conor McGregor got into it at the VMAs. Conor McGregor beat the shit out of MGK. I know, man. This white on white crime is terrible, man. Um, it, it's been going on for too long, <laughs> dog. They have to do some part to get out of control these days. You want some white crime, man. Yo, these school shootings, January 6th, man, the Civil War, <laughs> World War II, Revolutionary War. Jesus Christ. Oh, all this. It's just, it's just crazy. The France uh, vaccine protest. Man, they gotta that? do. They gotta do something about all these white thugs out here just killing each other. You know, trying to hurt. The hell's them. angels, <laughs> fucking banging white men. It's just like freaking yeah, sons of anarchy out here. Be. They don't make any sense. Every time I go to Walmart parking lot, I gotta lock my doors and make sure. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Man, I, I went. To- I know. Pat clutches man bag and walk to the other side of the street. You're darn right I did, man. I live in Chesapeake. <laughs> I live in Chesapeake. They be walking around like they just went hunting. Clutch. Oh, man, that's funny. You can steal the country. You can steal my bag. Man. I got my art pencils in this bag. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't have to edit. Oh, I ain't edited shit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, that's thugging it out. We're going to let that ride, baby. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. man. I just be talking too much. <laughs> too much. A little, little bit. A little bit. Mm-hmm. That little bit. That's just a little bit. Just a touch. 
Love, 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 we need drunk Keith Sweat to do that rendition of that. Make sure you give him some Ciroc. Feel good like I knew you would. Ciroc, come on. Let me spend some time. I love you so right. Gonna love you all night. Ciroc. That would never go away. It would never go away, man. All right. So I'm going to end the rivalry off with um, with this Nicki Minaj versus Joy and Reed. Oh, whatever. Um, Nicki Minaj tweeted um, basically how her cousin wasn't able to actually uh, get the vaccine because the condition he was in um, basically would worsen his condition that he was on his pre- determined condition if you on twitter you probably already know what it is because she pretty much said it i think it was like std or something or whatever but she basically said man if um you're not sure about about it or you're not comfortable with it you know it's your decision don't be bullied into it pretty much you know just you know do it when you feel comfortable whatever so the media hold hold on hold on hold on hold on Mm-hmm. Let's make sure you clear. So you saying he got what? Um, I think he had some kind of. Uh, she said the cousin Sti. S yeah Sti, and I think because of the condition, he um. All right, I'm gonna just say it. it said my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure oh, you're comfortable with your decision and not bully. Now, she wasn't using that as a like a way of, you know, just showing enough. You know, some people just put up reasons why you shouldn't do the vaccine because they're just in, they're anti-vax um, pretty much. But she was just showing different sides of the spectrum. Like, all right, there's reasons why some people don't want to get vaxxed or whatever. But modern liberal media took that and ran with it. And the main main person that just was the that basically voiced it out um, was Joy Ann Reed saying that she has too big of a platform to be um, discouraging the black community from protecting themselves or whatever and yeah so in response um Nicki Minaj just put out previous tweets from Joy Ann and said um this was a tweet from Joy Ann when Trump was the president I mean will anyone that anyone at all ever trust the CDC government again and who on God's earth would trust a vaccine approved by the U.S. FDA how do we get a vaccine distributed after this broken Trump is nonsense has infected everything, even if Biden wins? Pretty much. So just pointing out that, hey, you were thinking. Yeah, you were a hypocrite right there. And then now it was against the media, same vaccine. 
yeah so she just put that out and she was just you know you know you know she got her fan base is like her shield or whatever so they brought out more and more stuff and just pointed out how like the media is just trying to portray Nicki Minaj like she's totally anti-vax or, or or whatever she she was like um she was prepping for the VMAs and shot a video and then she got COVID and then um matter of fact she um and she got into like she wasn't able to like kiss and hold her baby because she got COVID for that much and it's a new baby and everything and she she even said to you know to go ahead get vaccinated a Drake, a Drake just told her that he got COVID with the vaccine so chill and I think that that's another reason why he probably wasn't too working with it and I mean there is cases where people um it's just like with any vaccine or whatever some people actually get because it's like a little bit of the yeah, vaccine I know some in people it, that so they got it. I know some people that got it after being mm-hmm. vaccinated yeah so everybody is I mean with that I mean just like with anything it's a coin flip you know and everybody's body is different there's I, I what I don't like is like liberal media is like saying that there isn't any circumstances and they're not even um like as far as like if somebody takes the vaccine like there's no other um situations where somebody took the vaccine and something bad happens or whatever uh, or, or you know what i'm saying that's that's why i don't like about it like i i you know i definitely no nah, you gotta say, be go fair ahead. about the information <clears throat> yeah and I like think it should be more helps a lot and, and it definitely mm-hmm. does do a lot to curb this constant spread. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like it don't make you like Superman or Superwoman. You still you still not immune to everything. Like you mm-hmm. still got to take then, some precautions and you know, still be smart about shit. Yeah, and I, I and they should promote more ways outside of just the vaccine to you know help you. They have that's the dumb too. Shit. Uh mm-hmm. for one, stop breathing in each other's face without masks. But two, mm-hmm. social distance. <laughs> like they've mm-hmm. given us the protocol. Don't be in an enclosed space without ventilation. <clears throat> like oh. they've given us the protocols. It's just we hard headed as fucking want a club and go to concerts and all this shit. Well, no, That's I ain't really talking about what that. it I'm is. Just, like, I'm talking about like um, you know, if it's other like things that you can take on your, you know, to improve your diet or whatever, the ways to fight back more information about that or whatever. And they do, they have that out there, but I feel like they promote more the vaccine than that. Also, because those other ways don't prevent you from getting the damn COVID, bro. Mm -hmm. They might help you so that you don't die from that shit or so that, you know, your symptoms are easier Mm -hmm. to deal with, but like the vaccine, I actually keep your ass from, you know, it it gives you a, a better chance from not getting it. Like mm-hmm. it actually does give you some type of an immunity. Like echinacea and sea moss and stuff is good for just general maintenance health and like fighting off symptoms of certain shit. But like as far as prevention, mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, if it's a virus. Like yeah, <laughs> you ain't gonna work your work your way out, work out and, and lift weights your way out of that shit or eat your way out of like it's a virus. Yeah, true. If you if you put yourself in the conditions where that virus can then enter your body, then you have put yourself in them conditions. Keep your ass away from folks six feet away. And if you're within six feet, make sure you have on a fucking mask. Stop being hard-headed and fighting it and fighting it. 
and just go ahead and just do what the hell they say, man, so we can get this shit up out of here, man, going back to normal. And you can get your partner's mask right there from rtrayclothing.com here, pretty much. Just let y'all know. All right, now I'm going to get I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, and all right, more on, let me just continue with the good and fuckery. On the video game side, Tony Todd, the original Candyman, is actually playing mm-hmm. Venom in a new Spider-Man 2 video game. That's I'm just cool. putting that out. And I just found out like he is like a big voice actor, pretty yes. much. I, yes, I didn't is. even realize that. Like, like I known him as a voice actor, but then I didn't put the two and two together because I haven't <laughs> seen Candyman, the original, in a while. And then I like, wait a minute. Tony Todd, Tony he's Todd. A, I know every of, Tony. A lot of shit, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, like, like he voiced a lot of like, shoot cartoons I watched on the low, pretty much. And along with that, along with the Spider Man Two video game, there's a Wolverine video game coming out. Y'all know Ooh. how much I love Wolverine, and that don't look yep. dope. It was only like, tell you the truth, it was only a little trailer. But in the mm-hmm. trailer, you see like Wolverine at a bar, and it's all these bodies on the floor. Or whatever, and then somebody walks in and he's drinking, like he's drinking at the bar or whatever. And then dude walks in, and I think he's like talking junk. Next thing you know, the claws come out pretty much. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, but I like I like Wolverine bar scenes or whatever because like I had this convo with him and Spider Man, and it was on his birthday, and he has that healing factor. So one moment in one box, you'll see him like talking drunk. And then the next moment he's sober. Like the next box, he's sober. Then the next moment he's talking drunk. <laughs> next moment he's sober or whatever. Because that healing factor. I was like, yo, this is a creative way of showing his healing factor, pretty much. All right. So, um, oh, another good thing, music. Anita Baker finally owns her masters to all of her catalog. Shout out Queen Anita. Mm-hmm. Now, I um, want to get right into the fuckery. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is receiving racism because they got a black ca- character called Agraboda. A uh, little uh, son, Yaloki, has a little black girlfriend or whatever. And the creators, it was like, what? Y'all think everything in North mythology is it's all white? So, but... In nerd culture, it's all it's it's weird because there's a minor little part of nerd culture that's racist, and it's funny because so all they do is receiving backlash games. from the racists. Yeah. Okay, got it. Just okay. the racist. I was like, that's what? it. <laughs> just the racist. Now the rest of nerd nerd culture is just trolling the racists, which mm. it, it it comes out with hilarious outcomes, mm. pretty much. So, uh, big up to nerds. nerd culture. Get your life together. Because you make no sense. You can't be a nerd and, and a racist. Like, it just doesn't make any sense at all. Like, did y'all not I'll, watch Revenge of the Nerds? I'll whoop your like, ass. Yeah. That, it's just stupid. More into the fuckery. This is going to be the biggest part of fuckery, y'all. So, did y'all see Umar Johnson's um <laughs> wedding? Yes, I did. <laughs> Dog, yes, yeah. I did see that Let fuckery me. of the year. And let that me nigga this. don't get the fuck out of here with that. Let, let me preface this. I am not 
for downing any black man from achieving his goals and dreams because evidently this has to be a goal and dream and it also has to be just for the look like this it it was a fake wedding it was definitely a fake wedding so that's that's the start there it was definitely a fake wedding um it was definitely some bullshit some bullshit ploy to take uh basically attention away from the fact that the school still ain't open like he did all of that electric sliding and shuffling along with them tight ass tuxedo shoes on. And he did all that, you know, fake marriage and, and, and all of that extra shit. But the school still had a puddle in the gym floor the night before. The school still is not up to code to have anybody occupied. The school is still not educating not one black soul. So let's let's keep focus here. It, distractions, distractions. I don't give a damn how much you get your damn, how much you do the wobble, <laughs> nigga. You said you got a school coming. This block party don't don't change the fact that the school ain't here, and you throwing a block party to me just takes away from the fact that uh HVAC still ain't right, and you're spending money on this block party bullshit, but HVAC still ain't right. So man, fuck oh. you, Uma. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Uma. Well, um, working. Get my fifty dollars well, back. He did say something about the school, but the only thing he said was, "Y'all donate to the school." While he had his two wives on each side. Now I don't now, know how this. Now, is. now the kids at the party got to figure out. Why the, the hell this lady is sitting there? Why, why this dude sitting there marrying two people? Because you know they don't know nothing about no damn polygamy and shit. You five years old, you don't know what no damn polygamy is. All you know is supposed to be a mama and a daddy, a husband and a wife. You don't know nothing about that other shit, man. Like people be doing too much, man. Like without thinking about the repercussion of somebody else's family that may not that may not be part of what they teaching their kids, or it may mm-hmm. not be part of their family structure and their their family beliefs. So like. I feel like, you know, you do what you want to do, man, but that, that got to be some type of responsibility and thought put behind it where you like, yeah, man, like maybe I don't got to do all this. Maybe I, maybe I could do this in more of an adult setting even like, or do it in a setting where it's an adult's only. Like if I'm, maybe I do it at one of my conferences or whatever, my Pan-African fest, my conferences well, with just the adults. Yeah, I didn't see it. But, if somebody give me some details on this shit, I didn't, I didn't see this bullshit. So all what right. was it hell then? All right, so... uh. You remember back when we were still doing Umar updates. Um, one of the last mm-hmm. updates was that he was going to be doing a block party on November in September, and the school was supposed mm-hmm. to open in September. Well, the school mm-hmm. definitely ain't opening, obviously. And he gave that he, he basically gave that update over the summer. It was like, yeah, the school ain't gonna be ready yet, so we shooting for 2022, but we're gonna have a block party on September 11th. Now, obviously, the tractors of Umar was kind of like, yeah, right, this will never happen. But basically, the block party happened. So he had a block party out there at the school on that little street he be calling Ifatunde Boulevard and Big Papa, Big Papa Road or whatever the fuck he called that shit. <laughs> and uh, so basically, he had a, a block party out there. They had like, like black vendors out there and shit. They had a DJ. They was doing like they had like little kid, little black kids and stuff out there performing. They had um, the electric slide and the wobble, and uh, you know they had food out there. You know it was like a block party. 
Mm. But the a couple of things that just bother me about it. All right, first of all, you're having a block party, but you got you you told everybody to bring the kids out there. But in now one of the videos that I've seen, have I seen the kids playing any of these games or doing any of these activities that were supposed to be geared toward them? So now you got them out here doing a bunch of shit that the adults like, but the kids is kind of just out here. If it's a family vibe, like family vibe, right? Like, go ahead, get them something to do. Don't have them just sitting out there. Especially if your whole thing is you're trying to open a school for the kids, you should have had more stuff geared to the kids, to at least mm-hmm. to almost like a good faith effort, like to just show, like, yo, I am really trying to do something about them. Like, even if it's <clears> on like games out there, maybe you had like a bunch of booths set up where the kids could do interactive things where they learning about their history or learning about black uh, Afrocentric uh, values or teachings at these little stations. You know what I mean? But you could have did something that actually geared toward them. So you already had that fucked up. Then on top of that, you, the night before you got videos posted of you and the donors or whoever else it is that they are helping you out shoveling water out the damn door again. <laughs> so yet again, that tells me now Wait, you got sewage. So it ain't no water. telling what that place smelled like or what type of other mold and bacteria was in the air in that gym. And that's where you got all the decorations and that's like your stage in there. So then on top of that, now you end the night off with a wedding, quote unquote, a stage wedding to two ladies. Um, real fast up, real. I said, oh, this dude is no, no hell, no, hell, no. This nigga had his vibe. Had, them niggas took pictures. He they gave some. He gave some fake vows to the ladies, talking about uh no child support and some other dumb shit, and um kissed both of them on the cheek. It was a it was a great value Kanye event. Yeah, man, that shit was corny. <laughs> as Spectacle. Hell, man. Like he was doing way too much, but not enough. You know. When you were um talking about he should have had uh like things for the kids, like events for the kids and stuff like that, you know what that remind me of? Well, you know that either that one auntie or that one relative, or even today, that one person you know that would pick any reason to throw like a cookout or kickback. Oh my son, he it's his fifth birthday. Oh what uh we having a cookout, man. They get rid of all, they do the little birthday part or whatever. They just say happy birthday, give them cake, and then the rest of the night is just the cookout. The kids with, gotta go. No the <laughs> yep. Kids, kids That's what just came to like. come back out for dinner. I told y'all not to come out in that room. It's my Did birthday. It. Your birthday in the room. <laughs> you be saying I heard. There you go. Back in our day, it was like, put the other tape in. Now it's like, <laughs> y'all, y'all find a Wi-Fi password. Right, right. Y'all, y'all got the TV, the tablet, and the game in there. Y'all should be all right. Find y'all something to do. No, you can't have the punch. Don't taste it. Don't taste that punch. <laughs> that punch ain't for you. Punch go punch the shit out of kids. Got them kids in there. Loopy as fuck playing Mario. <laughs> uh, that Mario Kart crashed in there. Niggas in there. That sounds kind of dope. Niggas in there playing Minecraft, all their creations leaning to the side and shit. <laughs> they drunk as they drunk as heck talking junk on Fortnite and Call of Duty. Nigga playing Roblox, playing Roblox. They character just standing in one spot in the corner playing Fortnite. It's my birthday, motherfucker. Can't shoot. Ain't nobody shooting nobody. 
Them cookouts used to be lit when I was young, wow. man. I don't care. <laughs> man, my first drink was at the cookout. <laughs> no. If y'all, if that's right, that punch right there, with that big glass, that big grandma glass punch glass that they had with the big glass spoon or whatever that tastes like ginger ale and Tahitian treat. <laughs> Hawaiian <laughs> punch. That wasn't no Tahitian treat. It was a treat. It wasn't. It wasn't just ginger ale. That was that. Put, that was that Seagram gin. Yeah, <laughs> mixed with the ginger ale. <laughs> That's a yeah, good man. punch. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that 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 was the big that was the big fuckery for this week, pretty much. Did I get everything? Oh, Gucci Mane and Jeezy and Rick Ross and Boosie and Two Chains are going on tour. That's oh, right. that's a good tour. Gucci Mane, Jeezy, Rick Ross, Boosie, Two Chains. And more, they say, and more, which is funny because oh. Jeezy used to be with Gucci Mane and Ray Ross. That ought to be good. Mm-hmm. I think I think I was in Atlanta when they actually beefed that one time. Mm. I think they were when they leave, it was, it was either G, Rick Ross was involved, but somebody was beefing with Rick Ross at a time. I think it was Jeezy, but I'm not sure. Right on. I'm sure. But yeah, um, yeah, they all men's and um pretty much they're going on tour and the other thing is i heard it once i'm gonna have to listen to it again but freddie gibbs supposedly dissed kendrick or, or whatever for that last uh verse he did on baby king song baby king got a i'm not baby but um kendrick he got a line that says that um who got a grammy last year y'all just a visitor and I think I don't know. I think Freddie took that as a shot, but Freddie been taking everybody as a shot. Like when Nas won or whatever, he got on Nas's track, flipped the flip, flip one why of his is tracks. That a, why is that a diss to Freddie? Did he like he? Oh, uh, he got nominated. He got nominated for the Grammy. Last got year. it. Got it. Yeah, okay. it was him, and I like if it wasn't Nas, it would have been him pretty much so he just took it i don't think he really took it seriously because freddie gibbs is hilarious and he don't be taking anything seriously but he i think he just let himself be known that hey man hey i want to be number one also that's what i'm here for pretty much to get some more commercial success to be number one yeah but i mean he he breaking out he had a good year last year he had a he had a good lit he just just off we're gonna talk about what a good year is I, I, i feel like you know I think if he keeps going and going, it's just going to progress and get better and better or whatever. But for you to get that much press on, like, basically supposed to be like an underground sounded album, like with just Alchemist and and Mad Lib or whatever. Well, that one was Alchemist, but he's just been putting out that type of vibe. But mm-hmm. for you to get this much press and it's not like commercial hits. If you can do that with non-commercial like songs, imagine what he could do with commercial songs. So I feel like after a while, now his name is out there. He's just going to get bigger and bigger anyway. Gotcha. Much. But yeah, that's the end. That's the good and fuckery episode 43. That's the good and the fuckery. <laughs> and the-
And I'm I'm really glad that you ended on that note of just talking about Freddie Gibbs and his uh his search to be the the basically the number one guy now there. You know what I mean? Um I think a lot of people want to be number one, but everybody can't be that. You know what I mean? It just ain't possible. So with that being said, uh we're gonna get into our top MCs since the year 2000. So these are all MCs. These are, we're, we're going to try to cramp. Like we didn't want to go before 2000 because then when you just open it up to of all time, I feel like that's that's too much at one time. So the way we're going to break this down is we're going to find out who is the top MC of the 2000s. That's from the year 2000 until today. And we're going to find out who was the top MC from before 2000. And then we're going to pit them head to head in a clash uh, and have you guys out there in the pod squad vote on it. Um, so let's get off into this, man. Um, let me go ahead and break this down on how we're going to do this to y'all. Um, basically, each of us, me, Face, and Pat, um, we, brought ten, we brought 10 people to the table, and we're going to uh, basically list them out tonight. Um, and all of those people had to have had their debut album in the year 2000 or after. Once we narrow that list down and we get rid of any duplicates that we had on our list, from there we would then use our criteria to make sure that everybody that's on the list is actually what we consider an MC, meaning they follow the pod, the partners uh, criteria for determining an MC, which means you have the three criteria of marketability. That means you have at least a goal or streaming equivalent when you drop an album or you have significant um, sales as far as your merchandise and touring, or you have some type of um, presence that causes you to have brand deals and other lucrative uh, endorsements um, outside of that, that constantly have you being marketed to the public. So um, an example of that would be something like uh, you got a meal deal with McDonald's or you may not be so, selling the most albums, but you got um, a bunch of fashion deals or you got a show, a reality show type thing going on where you're still getting network and people want to see you. Um, Your net worth is important, right? Correct. Correct. Like that. Correct. True. You got to be okay. able to generate revenue for from some avenue. Um, lyricism is the second criteria. And that's basically, you know what it is. It's syllables pieced together, the flow, the cadence, the figurative language used. Um, the emotions emoked, the emotions evoked by your narrative, um, blowing into the mic. You know, you don't want to be doing that. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the emotions evoked and your own lyrics. It has to be your own lyrics and uh, preferably not rapping. I mean, rapping, not singing. So, we, you know, we're not talking about people who are actually singing all of their lyrics. Uh, we're talking about our rappers. Um, and then the third thing was stage presence slash emceeing ability. Crowd participation at shows, how much your show is, how much of your show is actually you performing versus the crowd just singing your lyrics for you. Um, your ability to generate audience response based off of your performance. So how you move in the crowd, you know, the art of emceeing. So once we've established who actually stays on that list, um, we'll seal this round and then we'll move on to the next round next week where we will then be moving these people into brackets and starting the first round of narrowing this list down and obviously the pod squad will actually vote on the finals 
So when we get to the finals of this list, the pod squad will determine who is the best MC. Yay. All right, so now that y'all know how we broke this uh, down, uh, we all got our list of 10. So um, do one of y'all want to go first and giving us your list of 10 MCs? And I'm actually uh, typing this running list, so uh, we got it. And I'm going to show it on the screen so that the pod squad at home can see it. All right. Okay, Pat going first. Let's see what, what, what characters he picked. This... And if we have any challenges to anybody list before we even like get to the point where we start like actually determining if they need to make it, let it be known. So like if somebody picks somebody and they're not actually an artist from the 2000s or something like that, like let's call that out. Okay. So that's uh, that's why I need to um I need to figure out myself or whatever. So come on with it. You... All right, that's good. It's really, I just like got a whole list of just all like the most memorable memorable uh rappers that came out 2000 afterwards so i'm gonna just go down the list and then i'll go from there um i got kendrick okay i have i have j cole that's a duplicate that's a duplicate go ahead okay um just knock that out the way um face right over there oh yeah trying to pull up this list you you wrestling with the phone or something? What the fuck is that? <laughs> um, I have I have Cameron. Okay, I have Cameron because technically um, but, he came out two thousand. You still nah. can't. Nah, horse and carriage. That's nineties, bro. You got to remember SDE. You got to remember like his his catalog started before Dipset. When I looked when I looked yep. up SDE. Cameron's first Cameron's first album, Confessions of Fire, was in the nineties. Cause I was riding to oh, I was riding to middle of, I was riding the middle of high school bumping that album. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that album. That is true. That was in the nineties. That okay. had a Sorry. band from TV on it. Yeah, that had some hits on it. So let's no, that wasn't band from TV. What's a band from TV? What album was who had? Band for TV, I think that was that on had Nori. horse and carriage on it. That had horse and carriage on it. That's what it was. In 357. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Cameron can't go. Can't go. Killer Mike? Okay. I can ride okay. with that. All right. Okay. Um, I was gonna put the game, but I don't like the game. So don't put the game. All right. <laughs> okay. You just brought him like up. Just I just brought him up because he's like one of the rappers after the 2000s, pretty much. Um, you brought him up. Throw him out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Grand opening, grand closing. I mean that. Question. Yep. Would you consider Lil Wayne a 2000s rapper? No, because he came out in nope. the 90s. Nope. Jeez. Okay. Nope. Okay. So this makes it a lot yeah. easier. Yeah, <clears throat> Luda Chris. Okay. Um, uh, when was Luda's first album? I believe that was exactly two thousand. Was it? That was back for the first time. Yeah. Uh, oh, that no was Luda Chris's first album was Incognito. That came oh. out in nineteen ninety eight. Finally that being released in nineteen ninety nine. 
Uh, then Back for the First Time came out in 2000, but his first album came out in 1998. But he really didn't really get commercial fame until... Because um, you could technically say that... Um, you could technically say that about a lot of rappers that came out in the in the, that two thousands, like they had, um, I would say, like Joe Button first album came out two thousand or whatever. But he yeah, the album was, came out in two thousand, then that's when we counted. We're going by the first okay. album, that was the mm. criteria. That's why I said it like that, so that it was a clear cut. Mm. It wasn't like we can move the goalposts. The album, if the album came out in two thousand or after. <laughs> Cause I got, cause one of the people on my list that mm-hmm. may not, I don't, I haven't heard you say it yet, so it's still not a duplicate. But one of the people on my list is one of those people that, like, technically you heard about them and you knew about them before 2000, but their album did not actually come out until 2000. True. Yeah. Mm, okay. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. All right, Big Sean. Okay. Okay, we'll put Big Sean on that. But what number are we at now? We uh, I don't know how many this is for you because some of yours was duplicates and you were supposed to just have only 10 anyway, so I, I don't know what number this is. Okay, I'll say it's six. Okay, that sounds reasonable. You said six, sounds reasonable. Yeah. About four of them got thrown out, and two of them are on the, on the list right now, so yeah, sounds reasonable. Okay, so yeah, why is it if you don't if you don't count the game? <laughs> nah, we're not counting him. Um, Killer Mike, <laughs> Big Sean, you said that. Um, dang, it really ain't that many people out there. Um, I, my per, one of my personal favorites, but I don't think, uh, put it out there. Childish Gambino. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, he's he's definitely he's definitely of the two thousands. I I'm kind of iffy about him because some albums you can't really include because they're not rap albums. But he got rap out. He'd be rapping actually. So, uh, yeah. let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicki Minaj. Okay. Because she can. Act, she actually writes her shit. So. Okay. 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 I haven't had any proof or anything <laughs> yet that anybody has like ghostwrited anything for her or whatever. Um. And my knowledge. I can guarantee you, nobody ghostwrited for anybody. No, I'm sorry. I told you, man. At this time, my grandma is so fucked up at this time. All good. You got any other candidates? Uh, Let's see. Because we're going straight for rapping. Excuse me. Wale. (laughs) (laughs) Mike (laughs) left. Okay. Can you do that all over again? Next candidate. Do. Wale. Okay. So Wale. Yeah. Wale gets I don't like I don't I don't really listen to him that much, but I respect him. Okay. I, I, I know I will. He's two thousands, he's definitely rap. So I can roll with you. <laughs> uh let's see. My I got Rick Ross. Oh. Yeah. Rose. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um uh, like <laughs> dramatic pause. Like, boy, this could be some editing here, boy. God damn. It, it is, man. Do you know it's your like, list? Did, did you do your homework? 
I did my homework is man. It's just like some of these rappers that came out, the ones that I actually know of that came out. Like this is my thing. Like, like Chance the Rapper. Like, <laughs> okay, so like Chance, Chance like Chance the Rapper. But I don't like him. But I know he's one of the rappers that came out in 2000. Nigga, we ain't asking who you like. We talking about the top MCs of the 2000s. Oh, so. I don't like that. everybody in the 90s that's probably going to end up being on the top MCs from before 2000. But I'm going to have to put True. them if it makes sense. This is our definitive partners list here, Pat. True. The only know. other ones that I know after that is I was going to. No, I can't. All right, you got one more person. Uh, one more person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn, what? what the fuck is yeah, this is like this. See, this is what happens when you don't do your homework, people. Kids, do your homework. It, it's like I did my homework. It's just like I can't work. really decide you on your homework. If you did your homework, you would have had your t- list of 10 and you would have been rattling your list off here. We would have discuss, been discussing the list, not going to listen to uh-huh. you. Go, um, uh, um, uh, uh. All right. <laughs> But my last two that I'm gonna put up here because I've been listening to them for the past five years is put Benny the Butcher there. and Conway. It's Benny the Butcher okay, and Conway. Benny, Benny the Butcher. Okay. And Conway. All right. That's a mm-hmm. see, look, you got through that. It wasn't as bad as you as you thought it was gonna be. See, look at it. You did it. Meek Mill. I forgot. Meek Mill. Meek Mill. He's supposed to be up there because he just came. He came out in that time. Meek okay. Add it, add it. Face. And Mac Miller, and and Mac Miller, and I I was gonna say the baby, but nigga, you nigga, you got ten, 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 Pat Juan, ten. Goddamn, you didn't I'm do done, your homework, Pat. You didn't do your homework. This I'm is what happens, people. I just didn't decide. God damn, I, I like so many rappers, man. All right, now I'm gonna run off the opinion for you. Come on, come on, face. He'd be a lot quicker than me. Who? Eminem, Slim Shady, Martin Madden. Hold up, hold up. Eminem came out in the 90s, right? I think Infinite did, but Slim Shady, I'm not sure. Slim Shady LP. What was the year of his first? Yeah, the Slim Shady EP came out in 1997. Uh, The release date, Eminem was 1999. Yeah, yeah. Yep. One year shot. Okay. Get him out of here. Okay. That's, that's what this process to me. is for. That's what see, this process it. is for. It happened to me. So a couple of times. <laughs> I think I happened about that shit. God damn it, somebody else gonna feel this shit. All right. Kendrick. Okay, that's a repeat. Yep. All three of us had him. Beautiful. No, you know they're so, good if it's a repeat. Right. J. Cole. That's a repeat. Yep. Got him. No, 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 they're good if it's a repeat. Two chains. Repeat. Got him. That's a repeat. Okay. So me and Face was on the same page. Uh, Styles P. Hold on. No. 90s. No, because he, he came out in the 90s. He came out with a bad boy. But is that, would you consider that a solo album? Because his solo didn't come out to, to, to 2000. He got an album See? out in the 90s. <laughs> first, album uh, was, first album was out before 2000. Yeah, <laughs> the case, I would have put it Andre up there, but you know, boy, would I, I, boy, mm-hmm. would I have? Yeah. Of course, who would schoolboy Q? Damn, okay, I, mean, I like schoolboy, school okay, schoolboy, Beanie Siegel, but I'm not sure about his album. Who you said, Beanie Siegel, 
Okay, that's a repeat. Okay, and it, and it is. It came out in Feb- February of 2000. Fab and Corrupt. Who? Fabulous Corrupt. Corrupt. Okay, Corrupt. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Fabulous is a repeat. He stuck. I got his. His is definitely uh after 2000. And Corrupt uh-huh. is 90s. Dog Pound. Remember, he was with uh, Snoop Dogg, you know. That was uh in the Doggy Style album and all that was like 93, 94. Uh-huh. Anyway, so I tell you what, that before 2000 list is going to be tough as fuck. Yes, it's too many. Because that's, that's going to be it's way, it's way too many. It's way, it's way too many. But it might be easy for me because I know exactly probably my definitive ones. You got your 10 for that. <clears throat> Pat will do his homework for that one, y'all. <laughs> it's these new rappers, man. I don't... And then well, I want to make sure I didn't... Yeah, I, I didn't want I wanted to make sure I brought out some rappers that y'all weren't going to say. So I make sure we got the full spectrum of the 2000s until now. But yeah. But no yeah, problem. go ahead, Face. I don't want to interrupt. Uh, yeah, Face, you got any more? Was that your, was that your list or you got more? Dum-dum-dum. All right. Um, I guess that was it. Um, so for my list, man, my 10, uh, you're going to hear some repeats again, um, which is good because that lets you just know that you know Stream that of consciousness is flowing, and them dudes are probably <clears throat> some people that, that good. definitely be on this list. Um, so we got Kendrick. I had two chains. I had Lupe Fiasco. Mm. Um, I had Joe Button. Uh-huh. I had Royce Five Nine. Uh-huh. I had Fabulous. I had Pusha T. I had J Cole. I had Toby Nigue, and I had Benny Siegel. So our total list combined, we have twenty-one people that will be bracketed, um, or that we can discuss tonight, really, because that's really what tonight is, discussing do they meet all three criteria to stay on this list now that we know that they're at least from the right era. So the 21 people we're looking at is Kendrick Lamar, 2 Chains, Lupe Fiasco, Joe Button, Royce Five Nine, Fabulous, Pusha T, J. Cole, Toby Nigue, Beanie Siegel, Killer Mike, Big Sean, Childish Gambino, Nicki Minaj, Wale, Rick Ross, Chance the Rapper, Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine, Meek Mill and Schoolboy Q. So let's start at the top. Does Kendrick meet all three? Me? Yes. <laughs> Does he have the lyricism, marketability, and the emceeing as far as his crowd performance? Yes. I've seen him on um what was that show? Colbert that one mm-hmm. time promoting for that um that random album he had. Awesome performance. Okay. I'm not awesome performance. So face, do you Definitely. agree? Any rebuttal? Yeah, yeah, check on face. Okay, I think face may have stepped away. So uh yeah, uh we'll go to the next one. Two chains. Does he meet all three? Does he have the marketability, lyricism, and the crowd participation slash stage present that it takes to be an MC and move the crowd? I'm gonna say yeah. yes. Um yeah. he actually <clears throat> performs his songs. Um, one of my favorite MTV awards performances were him and uh, Lil Wayne. Um, that year, like, I, I feel like he's definitely really good at, like, all three of these. And he's super marketable. He's on every fucking thing. Like, he's everywhere. So, uh-huh. definitely meets all three. Um, the next, Lupe Fiasco. Does he meet all three? Now, this is where it gets sticky. So, lyricism, that's an obvious. Absolutely. Or whatever. He's definitely a uh, guy to your pen. I... I never really actually 
like other than like TV shows, like night shows or something like that, I never really like seen him in concert or whatever like that. But I'm pretty sure he got that stage performance. If you can remember them lyrics like that, you you got the that usually kind of goes hand in hand, pretty much. Especially if it's your fan base right. or whatever, and they came to see you, it'll be easy to overcome. Now, marketability, that is where, like, it's obvious he has some marketability, but he may not have the same amount of marketable, uh, marketability as, like, a Kendrick as a chain or a chain, just because of more content, I guess, or whatever. I guess. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to say, I'm gonna say it I works think just because he, he got a gold out. So I, mm-hmm. I, I put that on there as like under marketability, like you know, if you have a gold or a gold album at least or a streaming equivalent, lyricism, mm-hmm. um, or if you have like brand deals, et cetera, or if your merch and your touring is so like you can have one of the three at a high level and still be mm-hmm. considered marketable. And when we get into the brackets and we start breaking down head-to-head competitions, then that's when we're looking at. Who, they're looking at those that's what we're depth. splitting hairs like all right if they're equal lyricism in the lyricism category then who has the better stage show who has the most marketability yeah. you see what i'm saying okay so if they got it that's the only reason i say his stay no, on we just going through go, it just i know he got a gold album exactly we just uh, established in the, the semifinals yeah right and then we bracket okay. it and then next week when we come back we'll have a bracket and we'll be going through busting it down like between Okay, between these two MCs, who makes it to the next round? Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. So uh Lupe seems like he's good. Joe Button. That's a yeah. Yeah. I I'm just off a of pass um or whatever. Now, he might have he might have fucked up a lot of deals or <laughs> whatever, but he gotta have some marketability if they keep coming to him. Plus, he kind of missed a Loving hip hop. That's real. Um, you know, how is his stage show? Like, I don't know much about his crowd and like his MCing. Oh, stage show? Rap, yeah, he, but I haven't seen Yeah. Him, so I just don't know. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just like with, with Lupe, especially if you're a fan that came to see him or whatever. Yeah. He definitely, he's not a slack person when it comes to Mike. That's like part of his whole MCing or whatever. It's just, okay. Just go hand to hand. You know, plus he got to keep up with. When he was in Slaughterhouse, Royce, Crooked Eye, and Joel Ortiz. So you you can't be slack when you, you know what I'm saying, with four other brothers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Competition. Um. So um. Next on the list is Royce Five Nine. Does he fit? I would say so. Over the past couple of albums that he had, he's definitely been getting a lot more marketable um, success. Um. He's definitely getting looked at a lot more with uh, his individual albums. He definitely got the lyricism. And like I said, you know, as far as the stage performance, he got that down packed too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be as, let's see, let me look at his albums. Cause I'm not sure if he actually had like a platinum album yet. Yeah. I'm like, has he had platinum or or a go either one that that would let us know because mm-hmm. i don't know either yeah i don't know awards and nominations there we go he with that would that include awards like grammy is that would that be part of platinum gold 
Um, awards, no. No, okay. Um, that would be more like marketability, I guess. Like how we, mm-hmm. you know. But what I will say is he seems to have an album with Eminem, uh, Hell the Sequel. That, yeah. That, that is platinum. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely already certified uh, gold for sure. He has another uh, gold album with uh, Shady 15. So he has some 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 gold, some gold album here. Um, yeah, he squeaks he squeaks in on the marketability side. Yeah, billboard. But, but yeah. it's narrow. It's narrow. I think he's gonna have a tough shot in the brackets unless depending on who he goes against, unless they are weak in one of those other areas. On the market side, yeah, I think that's yeah. gonna be the that's going to be the deal breaker between them because a lot of these are just, they are down with the lyricism and the performance side, but that's going to be the deal breaker. Absolutely. That's going to be the, 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 the measuring stick. I got to feel that and um, mm-hmm. that and the crowd show. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one up is fabulous. Yep. That, that kind of goes with the boxes. Um, uh, the crowd yeah. show. I'm not social. It, it's, it's, he's, his crowd show is the Royce Five Nine marketability. It squeaks in there, mm-hmm. but he's gonna have a tough <laughs> going against some of these other artists. Yeah, that really go in because his like, lyrics is not really is not really like a hype, high energy. Not a lot of energy in it. He's a very monotone yeah. rapper, so his performance kind of mirrors that. So it's gonna be interesting to see how he stacks up against mm-hmm. some of these more um, animated performers. Mm-hmm. But he's squeaking in there. So, so far, we had to keep nobody off the list, guys, based on the actual MC criteria. So, we're looking good. Uh, we're going to finish out this list. And then probably, you know what I'm saying, uh, we'll be ready for next week for the brackets and for round two. Um, let's see. We got uh, next up on the list, Pusha T. Yeah. Another hometown hero. Do we know um, anything about his crouch, like his actual performance, like his concert? I've been there before. I actually promoted for some of them. So, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he he, he checks that box. Yeah, he's on the MC lane when it comes to the performance or whatever. Okay. And you can see it when he rhymes. Sometimes when he freestyle. Anytime he got that ugly face, he'd be like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I mean to be quite honest, to be honest yeah. with you, I like grew as far with the respect with Pusha T because uh, as far as that because. I didn't want to be, how to say, I when it comes, I want to be non-biased when I'm talking about lyricism or whatever. And then when he first came out, I was like, all right, this is another drug rapper. But he is. He's I mean, literally, it's another 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 drug rapper. That's this whole right. whole lane. But he's gotten better and better and better musically and lyrically. To me, to me, I feel like he's gotten a lot better. Um, more visual lyrics. Okay. <clears throat> So he checks the box, guys. He makes it. the next one. I and, feel like I don't even know if we need to talk about him. He's one of those uh, Kendrick Lamar realm guys. It's just kind of like, yeah, we have to put him on the list. It goes without said. J Cole. Uh, yeah, he's there. Mm-hmm. Say less. Um, Platinum next, with no features. Yes. Yes. Yeah. When you could do that, you you did. You you done. You good. The next artist is tough though. Toby Nigue. Mm-hmm. Now you got to give me more information with him because I've only heard like a couple of things. I haven't heard anything that I haven't liked or whatever. Right. I've everything that I've listened is 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 good. But as far as I feel like he's just a rather new artist, 
or whatever and we don't have enough information to even know if it you know like i, I don't That's feel right. like he got to the point where we can even put the accolades in for the market side or whatever but i've seen him perform i know he got the performance and we definitely know he got the lyricism excuse me red bull kicking in <laughs> um i would say this he has albums out they have none of them have gone gold as far as normal, but that's why I put the streaming equivalent just because I know artists that come out after a certain year, they're not going to have <clears throat> that many of them with gold albums as far as like mm-hmm. physical sales. But streaming, <clears throat> he's viral on a lot of his shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like marketability in that lane definitely. And when you got Beyonce shouting you out and oh, yeah. shit like that. You check that box. So I feel like he squeaks bad with that, but I feel like it is going to get interesting when you compare, um, ex- like, if somebody with equal exposure and then you have to get to record sales to break that marketability category, I feel like that's going to get interesting. True. Yeah. True. Um, the next one is Beanie Siegel. Matt, daddy, young scrappy. Kind of goes without saying. Beanie, I, Beanie I, checks the boxes, y'all. Chaining uh, boxes. I don't I know where realize. he stands compared, but he checks the boxes. <clears throat> Yeah, um, Killer Mike. This is where I got to check because I don't know as far like marketability. I feel like it because you got a TV show or something, then you probably mm-hmm. are going to check. He's the well, he's well known <laughs> in the media, right? He's definitely well known in the media. I think his um, but Run the Jewels, his group with LP, they've gotten a lot of accolades themselves, actually. So, um, okay, that's why I'm looking it up now and. To be quite honest, when it comes to when it comes to run the jewels and their success, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that it's like not to down credit LP because he he has he's an awesome lyricist, but Killer right. Mike is well known, is very well known compared to LP. LP is a more underground artist. The whole Got mixture it. of you know Killer Mike comes from the Dungeon Family camp. So on the underground rapper side, it kind of he could he may look like a like just a, a mainstream artist compared to LP. So if they got any accolades, it's definitely probably on my opinion opinion the on the backs of like Killer Mike and and his um basically his media presence. Gotcha. Much. Gotcha. Okay. I think so. Killer Mike is in there. He's carrying the whole group. I definitely say mm-hmm. that, that puts you on there. Um, Big Sean. Yes. Um, I don't know about his concerts. I have no I have, uh, no, I have no idea about his concerts because I never so really I think it. that's the one part that um I'm questioning. Um we're gonna have to look it up, but yeah, he mm-hmm. may have to we'll have to figure that one out. Um we'll get back to y'all on that one. Uh I'm gonna put him maybe if he makes it on the bracket, he might have to be like by himself for the first round so I can figure it out and then we bring him back in. Um mm-hmm. Childish Gambino, yes, yes, yeah, easy money. Nicki Minaj, yes. yes, 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 yes. Wale, I feel like yes. I don't know yes. his concert that much, but I feel like yes. Do you know his anything about his concert game? His concert, I'm I'm pretty sure his concert game is awesome because one, you got the back of MMG at one time. Two, you're from DC. Or whatever this is true and dc got you know the backyard band google field and everything about gogo is crowd participation 
That is very true. I can't argue. So he got a he he got a he shout got out a, to um, Nick and Proctor Walter for dropping those all those tracks on us. Appreciate the good listening. He got a cheat code with the go go culture. So I feel yeah. like yeah, that's real. Um, Rose, that's my nickname. Yeah, Rose, that's my nickname. I just wanted to say that. I, I don't even. Hmm. But I feel like yes, he definitely. Uh, meets the criteria. Chance the rapper, yes, 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 yes. Um, I feel like the next two are definitely gonna. I'm gonna have to lean toward whatever you say, just because I don't honestly know know too much about them that much, especially about their stage show. Like I feel like commercial commercially, they got the streaming numbers to back it up. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like as far as Lyricism, they're definitely dope lyricists. So I, I don't have a question about that. My only question would be how their, what is their stage show? What is their ability to actually move a crowd? I don't know. Performance nostalgia of like old school hip hop. If you ever, how I say, if you ever look at that, one of their um like concerts, it looks mm-hmm. like an old school 90s concert. They're all hyped up. Like the crowd that you would see, like in Eight Mile, it, it gives you that old, that old feeling. Like, like, all right, I'm going to. Nobody wants to really feel like, this, but I'm going to a concert. It's gonna be extra hip hopity. I might be around a couple of drug and killers, and I might be around a couple of gangsters because they into this. Somebody type might of music. get stabbed for the night out. I might, get but I'm gonna have a good time. But I'm gonna have a good time. And I'm a majority of the time, just imagine it's just like a new school version of like a locks um concert gotcha. with Benny the Butcher and Conway. So I I would I would say they wouldn't even have the success that they have now without the performance permit, pretty much. Because you you know, we got all kinds of drug rapidity rap rappers all the time. Now they're a little bit more proficient than the average rapper, of course, but Gotcha. We had those come out every single day. You know what I'm saying? Same yep. type of content, but they're not clicking. Griselda seems like the one, one rap group that got that old nostalgic, I'm going to just spit bars feeling, and people are, you know, leaning on to like Jay-Z even said, yo, I'm listening to Griselda. I've I've heard him say that, like try to have talks with them anyway, just because they give that, that old New York nostalgia feeling even though they're from Buffalo, New York. Right. So they definitely got a cult following or whatever. I've been following them since like 2015 or whatever. I did right. not think they would blow up like they had now. Okay. I thought they were going to stick stay underground. Gotcha. <laughs> Hope you all right. Yeah. Sir. Over here, you know, my weekly uh, fuck up doing the show where I uh, bang something, break something, or do something crazy that just makes a random sound. And uh, yeah. But moving on. Um, so, right, Con- so, so Conway and Benny stayed. Meek Mill. Yes. I would say. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't, I don't even like the, the, I'm not even a big Meek Mill fan. I just respect right. him. You I know definitely know he got the numbers as far as the reason. I know he got a gold album. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely got the streaming numbers. Um, I think, I feel like the crowd participation with songs like, uh, hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was mm. finished. Like, I feel like songs like that are yeah. going to 
just lend to more energy. good performances Hype. as far as yeah, yeah energy, like his energy. Yeah. so like i feel like they'll be good but i've never seen one of his shows to know for sure have any one of you have any reference point for, for that I, i've seen them i've seen them they're hype okay. they're okay. He, you know I, he's he's kind of got like that festival um got crowd almost you know kind of like a future march madness type back yeah 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 understood but he can rap um it's schoolboy Q, I think he's a yes. I, I just feel like that's definitely a yes. Um, I don't yeah. see neither one of those three boxes he doesn't check. He may not check it as much as another person, and we'll get to that when we get to the brackets, but I definitely think he's a he's one of those. Like, it's just, you know, no-brainers. So we got our list of 21, my people. We're going to definitely uh, double-check on... 21, 21. Who was it? On Toby, um, as far as the... The numbers as far as the marketability. No, who was it that we was checking up? Was it Big Sean on the on the stage show or something? Yeah, Big Sean on the okay. stage show. Yeah, and, and, really hey man, let that. us know in the comments below. If you've been to a Big Sean concert, if you've seen one of his live shows, let us know how it is. Let us know if he's actually emceeing. Is it more just the music itself driving things, or is he actually, you know, commanding I, the stage, etc.? I just don't know. I I can't imagine him not having a good show. I, I can, like man, because he... that big head get to weighing him down. I can imagine it being a burden. <laughs> yeah, a little body with big head, man. I can imagine that being a burden. The neck get tied halfway <laughs> through the show, yo, and start leaning and shit. I, I can imagine. Do. Oh, I, I almost feel like he could be in between a fabulous, if if it is like a, eh, or a Wale, because it kind of came okay. out at the same time. So okay. either or, like if he had a bad night, it might be like a a fabulous night. Or whatever, when fabulous don't have too many girls in the crowd or whatever that want to listen to that one song or something like that, just to give an example or whatever. I, I got what you're saying. I can roll. Yeah. With so well, uh, that's our list, man. We got our 21 brackets coming out next week. We'll 20. be going into round two where we actually start to move people throughout the rounds and start actually narrowing down this list to see who is the top MC of the 2000s. Listen to our list. Let us know who we forgot in the comments below. And possibly, uh, depending on who y'all add, man, if I got the time, I'm going to try to add them to the bracket before next week. And we might have a larger list than this if they meet the other three criteria. Um, shoot your names to us so we can look at them in the comments and we can judge them throughout the week. And definitive brackets coming next week, man. So that is the partners list to start the conversation on the top MC since 2000. Who do we leave off? Let us know down in the comments below. And let us know who you think is going to end up ultimately being the top MC since 2000. Let's get ready to rumble. I mean, let's get ready to rumble. Although we do got to be careful saying that because I believe if you say that Michael Buffer will sue you. Oh, no, no. I don't got no money Michael Buffer. And I respect you. And, like, I feel yeah. like he, he got that shit copyrighted. He be tripping off of like, well, he'll sue your ass. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, no, I was just Michael paying Buffer. homage, man. Michael Buffer. Michael Buffer published YouTube, that. fair use. That. We we were just using that to you it know. It was it was under thirty seconds. It was a parody. It was under thirty seconds, man. That was for, that was for entertainment uses only. That is not our original and, phrase. We did not create that phrase. You would not see it on any merch. We are not getting paid off that phrase. And thank you for your performance uh, at the the locks versus Dipset versus. I keep saying the, J- the Jada Kiss versus. In my Indeed. head, I keep saying the Jada Kiss versus. <laughs> well, technically. That is kind of what it turned into. Yeah, it, it kind of turned into his shining uh, magnum opus of just mm. emcery. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you were MC, you gotta take those moments because they're and not he gonna give it to you. Hell out of it. Yes, he did. One day I'm gonna tell y'all about my MC moment when KRS One passed me the mic. That'll be next time on the partners. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think that's in one of our one of your uh when we did your oh, interview. Oh, remember when me and Pat shit. remember when me and Faith interviewed you? Oh shoot, I need to go back. I need to go back, man. We got so many episodes now, man. That's just you might crazy. have to just go back and clip that, uh, take that clip, actually. Yo, man, that's, yeah, I think you did tell us that. So much content. I'm still looking for that um, videographer that got me actually on stage. Oh yeah, that's footage. pretty dope. That is mm-hmm. a pretty dope experience. And see if we can get him to get us on some more stages. That'd be dope. Have us a partner backstage, uh, something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, shout out to us, man. Whoever helped that out, I'll let your boys. But yeah, man, uh, so that's our list for this week, man. And um, don't have a black business this week. Um, so womp womp. However, we do have us. We are black business, so support us. And mm. one of the coolest ways that you can do that is by doing it financially. Um, we are doing this all for the love, getting it out the mud, and your donations do go a long way to helping us kind of uh, mitigate outside things that allow us to really focus in and create content during the week for you guys. So uh, if you would like to support financially, you can hit us up on Cash App at dollar sign, partner tiers one. You can also hit us up on buymeacoffee.com where you can donate for as little as $1. Um, you can also sign up for memberships on buymeacoffee.com for, for as little as $5 where you get exclusive content for members only. You get unedited episodes, um, full videos of every single part, um, cast that we do. You get access to our Discord, which gives you behind the scene access to us. Um, you get members only events, special promo codes for merch, um, early access to merch drops, early access to certain episodes. Um, you just get a whole bunch of cool shit. Um, and you can do that. You can sign up for memberships not only on buymeacoffee.com for as little as $5, but you can also do that on patreon.com. Um, both memberships are pretty much the same and you get the same perks no matter which platform you use. Um, another way that you can support us is by going to rtreclothing.com. That's A-R-T-R-E-C-L-O-T-H-I-N-G.com. And that's rtreclothing.com. That is the official partner's merch site as well as all of Face & Co.'s um, um, apparel rtreclothing.com is a clothing line in itself. So if you want the R-Trade clothing line, if you want some of the old face and coat designs, or if you want to get your partner's merch, your official partner's gear, that is their one-stop shop at rtreclothing.com. Um, and then if they want to get in touch with us and they want to just, you know, kind of build with us throughout the week, talk about current events, um, discuss the latest memes, um, or just kind of, you know, get in contact with us, Pat. How can they do that? T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S and put an at sign um, right in front of it. And that is our Twitter. That's our TikTok. That's our Instagram. Did I miss anything else? And if you put it in the uh, search in Facebook, uh, it will be right there. Uh, we also we have The Partners and then we have Tiz Face Pat are The Partners. Indeed. Indeed. And uh, if you forgot all of that, if as soon as we started talking about dot com, dot com, dot com, at, 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 it just kind of went in one ear and out the other. And you're like, look, I just need one quick place to go to get all of that information. Thepartners.com. 
get exclusive access to the rtradeclothing.com store. You get um, access to our YouTube page and all of our video content. You get access to all of our um, podcast platforms. You also can literally access our weekly live stream that we do on Facebook and YouTube straight from the website um, so that you can join us every week on those platforms really easily. Um, And anything that we do is right there at the click of a button. So thepodnas.com, T-H-E-P-O-D-N-A-S.com. Make sure you holler at us and uh, support, support, support. Um, If you're watching on YouTube or listening on YouTube, please make sure that you not only comment and make sure you can continue this conversation because that's why we do this. But also make sure that you guys like the video, make sure you share it. It helps us tremendously to get this uh, conversation out to more people so we can continue to grow the conversation and have more perspectives heard. Um, Please make sure that you subscribe, hit the bell notification on YouTube, subscribe and follow on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. Um, It helps us out tremendously and it allows you to not miss any of our content when it drops because we stay dropping them bangers for you. Um, (laughs) What you said? Hit that bell. Oh, okay. I was like, what nigga? Hit what? Okay. Thought it was about to get weird, you know. Uh, But uh, (laughs) um, as always, man, I'm one third of the partners. I have been your boy, Tiz. And I've been along with to the other third of the partners, Doug Padawan here, along with the final third of peace, man. Space in a place. Thank you for coming. We love y'all. Indeed, man. The tri the, the, the triangle is complete. The triforce, if you will, is done. And uh episode 43 in the bag. Now more episodes to our year anniversary. So thank you to everybody who's gotten us to this point. And we're going to continue to keep trying to drop content that sparks conversation. Love y'all. Peace out. We about this thing. What am I sandwiched?